Hey guys, Kyle back with Kyle Burrell's Unedited Podcast, episode number 66. Um, not really a loaded week on the pod, kind of going through some of the same stuff. We'll start off with my top 23 rankings for college football. My week five, five main reactions, my results from week four, my worst week yet in college football, and then my week six, top five games of the week. We'll then get into some combat sports because we really have it's been kind of downtime for combat sports, really. So really haven't had much to talk about. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through the three remaining uh UFC pay-per-views, give my early little predictions, and we'll look at some of the odds. We'll go through those, and then we'll do buying or selling first four weeks of the NFL, four in the AFC, four in the NFC. Then we'll go my five main takeaways from week four in the NFL. Uh, my post-week four NFL top 16 power rankings, and my me and my brother's uh, week five game predictions. Um, I always forget to write down his upset of the week. Which one was it? This was the upset of the week right here. Um, okay, so let's re... Organize real quick. So yeah, we're gonna kick it off some college football talk. Uh, big week coming up for my Jayhawks. Um, college game day in Lawrence. Uh, that is one of my five games of the week. We'll get to that, but let's get to my post week five college football top twenty three power rankings. Okay, so we'll start off at number 1 and new number 1 the Ohio State Buckeyes. I think they've looked like in my opinion the most complete and best football team in college football. They have the weapons, they have the defense this year. They have the best quarterback in college football right now in my opinion, the Heisman front runner in CJ Stroud. They have a really good running game, great O-line. Buckeyes are number 1. Alabama's too. You know, they still won a game by 23 on the road with their backup quarterback for a lot of that game. So, I still got Alabama too. I dropped Georgia 3. I was thinking Kent State was a fluke, but then they come out. I know it's he said it's on the road in the SEC, but it's Missouri. You had to you had to scratch and claw for that win. Haven't liked the way Georgia have looked, so I dropped them to three. USC still remains at four for me. Offense is electric. Like I said, really four, five, six, and right now I'd honestly say four, five, six, seven. You could move around if you like Oklahoma State. Um, I think the top three are still the class. I think Clemson. They you could have Clemson over USC. I have USC right now. Uh, Clemson at five, though. Um, all these teams undefeated. I'll, if I, I'll say their record if they're not undefeated. So Clemson at five. I got Michigan at six. Uh, went on the road at Iowa. Um, Oklahoma State, big win at Baylor. They're the best team in the Big 12, I think, right now. Um, they are undefeated as well. Old Miss, I jumped them up to eight. Uh, big win against Kentucky. Tennessee's at nine. So you got one, two. You got four SEC teams in the top nine. Actually, you got five in the top 10 because I have Kentucky at 10 who's four and one don't drop him much Will Levis playing with the dislocated finger after that that injury that came about they sh- probably should have won that game you know careless careless turnovers you know not lining up correctly on the touchdown that could have gotten the lead late I still have them at 10 I have Wake Forest at 11 really good win against Florida State the defense actually looked good this week against Florida State they're four and one I have Utah at 12 they're also four and one they play UCLA this week um, Oregon at 13 at four and one dominated Stanford. That was, you know, that was foregone conclusion basically from the get go Penn state at 14, kind of an iffy win only 17, seven against Northwestern, but you know, they got the win NC state didn't drop them much, just the 15 
you know, still think they're a good football team. Uh, they got a big one coming up too. Who do they got? They got a big one. Florida State, maybe. Um, BYU at 16. Um, they've looked very good as well. Uh, I, I dropped Baylor six spots down to... Uh, drop them about four spots. Four spots down to thir- down to 17. They're three and two. The only team with two losses in my top 25. Worry about the offense a lot, man. I have Kansas and coming in at 18. I think Kansas is, you know, looks unreal. Then it was, it was, and people can say what they want. Well, they do look like shit offensively against Iowa State. Yeah. If you would have told me Kansas only scored 14 points against Iowa State, I would have said we lost by two or three touchdowns. If you, but if, but for the defense to hold Iowa State to 11, I know it took some missed field goals, but that's also getting stops for them to run their true freshman kicker out there. So, Kansas defense looked pretty good to me this week. UCLA comes in at 19, big win against Washington. They play Utah this week at home. TCU at 20, who plays Kansas, dominated Oklahoma. Obviously, Gabriel got hurt, but it was the game was it was domination even then when he got hurt. Uh, Kansas State coming in at 21, um, beat Texas Tech. They got a Farmageddon or something like that. Some weird rival, I think it's Farmageddon, they call it against Iowa State at Iowa State. Mississippi State coming in at 22 after a dominant win over A&M. And Syracuse at 23, uh, 5-0. They enter my top 23. So biggest risers, UCLA from unranked to 19. They were not even in my next five out uh, or teams in consideration. Same as TCU, unranked to 20, wasn't even my next five out. Syracuse, 27-23. to 23. Um, Kansas rose from 22 to 18, so it wasn't a huge rise for them. I already had them in my top 23. Uh, biggest followers had three. I had Oklahoma from 13 to unranked, A&M 16 to unranked, Arkansas 17 to unranked, Washington 14 to unranked. So fell out all four above and Florida State, who was 23. I had them out. So my top 23, my team's in consideration, so my next five out, as I like to call it, Cincinnati, Washington, Coastal Carolina, Texas, and LSU are my next five out um yeah i think ohio state deserves the number one ranking i truly do i think they've looked the best in each game even the notre dame game their defense really showed up and just notre dame couldn't do anything uh, ohio state just so many weapons you know the D, like i said the defense though is just such a, it's so so improved um but yeah i like ohio state where they're at right now and i think they're deserving the number one team in the country like i said four through seven kind of what you want to do, your opinion, I think USC, Clemson, Michigan, Oklahoma State. And you could even throw Ole Miss in there if you wanted, but I wouldn't put them all the way up there yet. So my main five reactions to week five. Georgia is not as good as we thought, could still win the national title, but it's not a cakewalk. I before even after the Kent State game, I still had Georgia at one and I was like, you know, it's kind of a fluke. They'll come out and beat Missouri by 45. But you know, they're young. Um, so I don't think it's a cakewalk. I think they're beatable for sure. Didn't know if they were beatable, but I think they are definitely beatable. Um, here, let's just, uh, while we're here, let's look up maybe what is Georgia's remaining schedule? Georgia Bulldogs schedule. So the remaining schedule. Okay. Didn't find where we are we at? We gotta find their schedule. Do we not have their schedule? 
Georgia football schedule. There we go. Let's see if we can find it now. See what, what I what I think about the rest of their schedule. FBS schedule is always the one I like to go to. So they're five and zero, of course. Smashed Oregon, smashed Samford, smashed South, smashed, smashed South Carolina. Seventeen point win over Kent State. Game was close for a while. Close game. So they got Auburn and Vanderbilt. Expect those to be dog walk or easy wins, right? So then they play Florida and Tennessee. At Mississippi State, at Kentucky, a real four-game stretch that's going to show us a lot about the Georgia Bulldogs after their bye week, October 22nd. So Auburn this week, Vanderbilt the next. That's two wins, in my opinion. They'll get to 7-0. and But then you go Florida on the road, uh, Tennessee at home, in Starkville against Mississippi State, in Lexington against Kentucky. Those are four big, big games. Um so I'll be interested. And then Georgia State to end the year, that'll be a cakewalk. But those four games are going to be huge to find out who Georgia is. Now, they got time to fix things. They got two games and a bye week to fix things before they run that schedule. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Oklahoma could struggle to get six, seven wins. I really think they could. That defense is a problem. Like they're, they're, I thought their defense was fixed, but they got into the Big 12, and it hasn't been fixed. They've been absolutely bludgeoned twice by Kansas State and TCU. So, yeah, worry about them. Kentucky and Old Miss, or Tennessee, Kentucky, and Old Miss are still a, le- a level behind Bama and Georgia. I do think they are. Could I see one of, you know, could I see a Kentucky or Mississippi State possibly upsetting Georgia? Sure, I could, but I just think that, I think I would honestly actually bet that Bama has a better chance at losing than Georgia does. Bama's still got to play Mississippi State, Old Miss. I don't know who they play from the other side. But, you know, there's still some tough games left for both those teams. Utah is by far the biggest threat to USC. They are. I was I, I kind of jumped off Utah a little bit after the Florida game, but I think Utah definitely is the biggest threat to USC and potentially taking that Pac-12 away from them. Uh, Oklahoma State's class of the Big 12. They are. They're the best team in the Big 12. They're the, they're the team that's on. If you go Tier 1, they're Tier 1, and there's nobody else in Tier 1 right now in the Big 12, in my opinion. So results from my week four top five games of the week. I went two and three. So 17 and eight overall now. Still having a good year, but two and three. I like, like I said, I like to go three and two at least every week. Um, Washington, I had them over UCLA. That's a loss. I had Kentucky over Ole Miss. That's a loss. Did have Bam over Arkansas. Had I did pick Baylor over Okie State, and I don't know why I did that. I should have known, but did, and that's just what happens. You learn. Clemson over North Carolina State. That was a win. I almost picked the correct score. Did I pick the correct score? I had 37-27. What was that final score? 30-20. Damn close. Touchdown away from each. Okay. So now my week six, top five games of the week. Like I said, I'm 17-8 overall coming in. Um, there was pretty good. It's a pretty good run today. I, pretty good list of games, I'd say, for the week. Uh, TCU, number 20 TCU at number 18 Kansas. That's Saturday at 11. I got Kansas 41-38. Red River rivalry. Texas at Oklahoma. Saturday at 11. I got Texas 38-31. Utah, number 12 Utah at number 19 UCLA. I like to pick an upset, don't I? And I'm going to go UCLA 35-31 over Utah. Shootout. Uh, number 16, BYU at Notre, at Notre Dame, kind of. It's in Las Vegas, so pretty much a home game for BYU. Um, I'm going BYU 
Texas A&M at number two, Alabama. Alabama rolls them 38-17. Alabama A&M game 7 o'clock on Saturday. BYU, Notre Dame 6.30 on Saturday. Utah, UCLA 2.30 on Saturday. So that'll do it for college football. Um, we're going to get into the combat sports now. We're going to talk early predictions. We're going to list the fight cards, and we'll look into odds. UFC 280, one of the most stacked cards of the year. Uh, the main card. Main event, Charles Oliveira versus Islam Mahachev for the undisputed lightweight title. Um, Bantamweight, Aljamain Sterling defends his Bantamweight title against TJ Dillashaw. Another Bantamweight, awesome fight, special attraction. Peter Yan versus Sean O'Malley. A lightweight bout, Benil Dariush versus Matus Gamra. I think Dariush, because he hasn't fought Oliveira or Islam, I think, you know, Islam obviously hasn't fought anybody. But let's say Oliveira wins. If Dariush gets an impressive win, you could get Oliveira Dariush unless there's, you know, some... You know, big fights to be made for Oliveira. Uh, women's flyweight, Caitlin Chukagian versus Manon Firot. That's a great fight. That's a great fight. Uh, women's flyweight. Welterweight to headline the prelims. Two ranked guys, I think five and seven. Bilal Muhammad and Sean Brady, two wrestlers. Should be interesting. You also got in this card, Krylov versus Ozdemir. That's going to be awesome. Great card coming at UFC 280. Odds right now. Uh, can we, you got FanDuel? All right, FanDuel. I guess UFC, I do MGM. Do they have MGM? No MGM on here. So we'll go FanDuel. We'll go FanDuel. Right now, Charles Oliver is a plus 134 dog to Islam's minus 158. Interesting to me. Um, I think Oliver should be the favorite. Islam has not fought anywhere near the competition that Oliver has. Um, Aljamain Sterling, TJ Dillashaw. Also kind of confused by this line. I'm guessing just because the... Dillashaw won fight in the past three years, basically. Aljamain minus 166 to Dillashaw's plus 140. I like Dillashaw a lot in this fight. Um, so, yeah, we'll go predictions. I have Oliveira right now as my prediction. I'm just going to say who I think is the winner. Well, obviously, come the week of that fight, I'll go way more in depth on the card. Uh, and I have Dillashaw over Sterling right now. Peter Yan minus 300. I believe it opened at f- minus 400. So, some money must came in on O'Malley plus 245. I'm leaning O'Malley right now. Uh, Benil Dariush and Matisse Gamrot. Again, I don't understand. I know Gamrot's a tough guy, but the competition, that's huge in fighting, in my opinion. Dariush, the plus 158 dog to Gamrot's minus 188. If you like a dog parlay right now, Dillashaw, Oliveira, and Dariush is probably your way to go. Uh, Chukagian versus Ferrat. Ferrat is minus 210 to Chukagian's plus 176. I kind of agree with this line. I would favor Ferrat as well. I would pick her as well. And I would also pick Dariush over Gamrot. Bilal Muhammad versus Sean Brady. Ba- e- base- ba- kind of a pick. A minus 135 to plus 115. Um, interested that interesting that Bilal's the dog. I know Brady's the younger guy, but interesting that Bilal's the dog. Uh, but yeah, I uh, like Sean Brady myself, though, in this fight. Wish he was the dog. And then you got Ozdemir and Krylov. Krylov is a minus 168 uh, favorite to Ozdemir's plus 142 dog. I also like Ozdemir. Man, I like one. I like five dogs right now. Five dogs. Four that I'm confident on. O'Malley's the one that scares me because Jan is so high level. But I do like five of seven. The five of seven fights for the fan fight picks, I like the dogs. So that's that's a tad interesting. <laughs> See how that goes. So um, we're not going to go over the fight nights. We're just going to go over the pay-per-views. The next pay-per-view. No, no, no. Maybe later. Close. Okay. 
uh, fight card. UFC 281. Oh, no, we're not there yet. I thought I just clicked it. There it is, right there. UFC 281. Pereira versus Adesanya at, M- at uh, MSG. This card is not completely filled out, I don't believe, but the top three fights, my lord. Israel Adesanya defends his middleweight title against Alex Pereira, who he lost twice to in kickboxing back in the day. Carla Esparza defending her women's strawweight title against Jean Wally. Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler is a war. They don't really need any more. I mean, those three fights sell itself. And then you still got Brad Riddell versus Renato Moicano. Dan Hooker versus Claudio Pulesis. This guy's a youngster, man. They're, they're kind of making Dan Hooker a gatekeeper. He's 12-2, and two, only 26. Coming off a performance of the night against Clay Guida. Okay. He lost on the Ultimate Fighter in 2016. Kind of took some time off. Beat Jordan Levitt by decision in 2021. Beat Chris Gruchmacher via knee bar in 2021. Beat Guida by knee bar in 2022. So two knee bar wins for him. Okay, so that's a really good card. You also have Molly McCann versus Aaron Blanchfield on the card. Matt Frivola versus Ottoman Azatar. Kolakavich versus Gomez Juarez. Dominic Reyes versus Ryan Spann. Wow. Uh, Petrovsky, is he undefeated in the UFC still? Did he win the Ultimate Fighter? I believe he won the Ultimate Fighter. I think he did. And he's won two fights since uh, in the UFC. He is 8-1. and one. Um, He's from the Ultimate Fighter. He's, he's a good fighter. So that's a really good card again, man. Some good cards coming up by the UFC. Do they have any announce bounce? Julio Arce against Montel Jackson. Okay, so let's look at the odds. I think they only have the main three fights. They do. So right now, Adi Asanya is a minus 166 favorite to Pereira's plus 140. I think that's fair. I would have Izzy closer to a minus 200 favorite, but I think that's fair. Esparza is plus 265 to Jean Wally's minus 330. I think Jean Wally probably closes a 4-1 to favorite. I think she's going to walk through her. I have Izzy winning and Jean Wally. Poirier versus Chandler. This is probably one of my tougher ones to pick. Minus 168 Poirier plus 142 Chandler. <sighs> Three-round fight, man. Three-round fight. I think Poirier would like it better if it was five. Because I think Chandler can empty the gas tank a little more in a three-round fight. You know? I kind of like Chandler in this fight, but I haven't decided. But I'm going to lean Chandler right now. I'm going to lean Chandler. There's definitely no odds out for UFC 282, as that's not till... Because that's October, November. Uh, It'll be the last pay-per-view of the year, will it not? UFC 282, December 10th. So announce bounce. Nothing's been official, but we've heard some things. Um, there will be is there gonna be two title fight. Who was supposed to be the title fight on this one? There's supposed to be another one. Is there not? Who is the other rumored title fight for this? So you have Glover versus Yuri two as right now. There was another title fight. I thought. Heavyweight, possibly. This is the one that they're waiting on if John Jones or Ngannou could be on the card, I'm pretty sure. Also on this card, though, as of right now, this card is not uh, done, but this is a good card right now. Bo Nickel will make his UFC debut against Jamie Pickett. You have Chris Curtis versus Yoquan Buckley. That should be a striking battle. Uh, Jorginho Rosenstruck against Chris Dacus. Uh, DeCressis Duplessis against Darren Till returning. Billy Corntillo against Alexander Hernandez. Edmund Shabajian versus Dolce Lugambula, and then Robbie Lawler versus Ponzinibbio. You got some slugfest on this card. I think this was going to be. You, I think there are talks you could either have. Could they have Edwards Usman on this card? Two, three, the trilogy. 
Ngannou facing someone or Jones facing somebody. Who is the other? Volkanovski's out till 2023. Can't be a lightweight one. Probably not going to be a Connor return. So we'll see what they do with this. I don't think I don't think they should have the year closing with that as the main event. I think they would love to get Jones in there. So we'll see what they do with that. Um, but let's head to buying or selling the first four weeks of the NFL. Let me grab a drink real quick. Okay. So buying or selling four for the AFC and then four for the NFC. Dolphins as Super Bowl contenders. I am going to sell. I think they're very good and they're a lot better than I thought. Do I think when it comes down to it, could they beat the Chiefs or the Bills? I do not in the playoffs. I do not. I just don't. That's just how I feel about it. Um, I don't even know if I would pick them over uh, the Ravens or the Chargers. So, yeah. Uh, Bills, still the class of the NFL. No, they're not. That's a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell that as well. I don't think they are. I think they got so overrated before the season. Do I think they could still win the Super Bowl? Absolutely. But, this, but for people, people were saying they, go in, they were going to go undefeated this year or could go undefeated this year. That's crazy. That is so crazy to say they should have lost to Baltimore. Baltimore blew that game. You know? Like, they should be 2-2. Two and two. You, you can't put them as the class of the NFL. Broncos and Raiders both missed the playoffs. I'm going to buy that. I don't think Denver's very good. They just lost Javante, which is huge because Melvin Gordon's got a fumbling problem. Their O-line hasn't held up as best as we thought, I don't think. Their defense is good, but great? I don't think so. So, and Raiders, I don't think their defense is good enough. I don't, right now, I don't think I can't bet on Derek Carr right now. Um, Chargers as Super Bowl contenders. I'm also going to sell this. I'm going to say this again for maybe the millionth time that Brandon Staley is not even a top 15 head coach in the National Football League. I think there's guys that are coaching worse teams that would be better head coaches for the Chargers than him. They liked him because how young he was and he was come from Sean McVay. He's not Mike McDaniel. He's not McVay. He's not LaFleur. He's not Shanahan. He's not one of them. He's just not. Mike McDaniel's a way better coach. That is why I'm selling them as Super Bowl contenders. Do they have the talent? Absolutely, they have the talent. I don't think he's a good enough head coach, though, for them to win the Super Bowl. I really don't. Eagles are the favorites in the NFC. This Again, this is buying or selling the first four weeks. I would say they're the favorites right now in the NFC. I would, I would buy that. I'd buy the Eagles the favorites in the NFC. Rams won't win a playoff game if they make the playoffs. I'm going to buy... The biggest thing for them is, or the lucky thing for them is, I think the NFC wild card is going to be, it's not going to be wide open, actually. The last spot could be. I think your division winners, let's say if we go right now, I think the Niners should probably be the favorite to win that division with that defense. So I would go one seed being the Eagles, two Bucks, three Packers, four Niners, Cowboys, Vikings, the next two wild cards, and then the seventh wild card being Rams, Cardinals. Who else can even fight? That's really it. So it's not really open. Or it is open. But it's the Rams should probably get in the playoffs. I don't know if even if they win their division, I don't know if they beat a Cowboys or Vikings in the first round of the playoffs. I really don't think they do. Uh Baker is definitely not a franchise quarterback. I'm gonna buy it, sadly. I don't think he is. 
I just don't I just don't see it with him, man. I know you can say well, he's playing in Carolina, okay. Trevor Lawrence plays in Jacksonville. Like he's already proven in year two that he's their guy. Like, come on. Joe Burrow proved quickly. Herbert proved quickly. Two has now proved that he can be a franchise guy. Baker just hasn't. This Cowboys defense can lead them to a Super Bowl. I'm buying it. The Cowboys defense might be the best in the NFL. It's them or the Bucks still, or the Niners. Those are the three best defenses in the NFL. Those three teams right there. They can absolutely do it. That pass rush is filthy. Um, especially after watching how the 49ers D-line dominated the Rams, I can't wait for Sunday. I think it's going to be a massacre. It's going to be a massacre. Or is it Monday night? Do we play Monday night? I don't think we do. I think you play the 3 o'clock slot. So, my five main takeaways from week four. The Chiefs will win the AFC West by two or three games. I think the Chiefs finish anywhere from 12-5, and 13-4. And, and I don't think... I think the Chargers will finish at best... Let's say the Chiefs finish at 13-4, and four, which I think is very possible. I think the Chargers finish at best 11-6, and six, but probably 10-7. and seven. Raiders and... Raiders and Broncos could finish anywhere from six and eleven, in my opinion, to nine and eight. They're going to win that division. We thought would be the toughest division. The Chiefs are going to walk away with it. Dallas Cowboys defense is elite and can carry this team. Kind of just talked about that and buying or selling. Absolutely can. Uh, Three straight weeks with the backup quarterback. Uh, They also them and the Niners are the only two teams in the NFL to not give up more than nineteen points. Nineteen points the most Cowboys have given up. Niners also have not given up in the twenties. Bills are really good, but not the class of the NFL. We just went over that and buying or selling as well. Yeah, they're, they're really good. They could, I could still see the Bills winning the Super Bowl, but easily, no. Colts may be the most overrated team in the NFL. I think they were coming into the year. Coming into the year, everyone thought the Colts would easily win the division, right? They're not going to do that. I don't even know if they make the playoffs. Dayball is going to be an elite head coach in the NFL for a long time. He has he's got the Giants at 3-1. and one. I don't care what people say about their schedule or who they played, they're still 3-1. and one. The Giants. I love Dayball. Unbelievable head coach. Oh, yeah, we'll also update the, uh, the podcast league after, uh, after we do the ranking, my new rankings and the games of the week, games predictions. So my, week, my post-week four NFL top 16 power rankings. We have a new number one, the Kansas City Chiefs, who went down to Tampa Bay and hung 41 on the best defense in football. Chiefs look good. Yeah, kind of might, might have been. I, again, they lost the game to the Colts. Their offense played not good, but they lost because they muffed a punt. Sky Moore muffed a punt at the three. And then Chris Jones starts talking shit to Matt Ryan, doesn't get off the field. They win that game. You know, a fluke loss. Bills, I have them at two still. I know they came back and won. They didn't impress me, though. Eagles at three. I thought about them jumping the Bills. Didn't do it, though, but they are at three at 4-0. Green Bay Packers at four at three and one. I have the Buccaneers at five at two and two. They're going to figure it out. Their weapons are getting back and healthy. The Buccaneers will be fine. Uh, Miami, I d- didn't drop them really. I'm at six. It's kind of unfair to judge them right now. They're going to play out Tua against the Jets, so we'll see what happens there. Baltimore, have them at seven. Again, they should have won that football game. They had the game in the bag. Uh, Cowboys at eight. Again, maybe, maybe the best defense of football. Cooper Rush is doing what a backup quarterback should do. Not be, not make careless mistakes and, you know, just do enough to get a win. Uh, Chargers at nine. I could have flipped the Bengals over the Chargers. Chargers worry me a little bit right now. Like I said, hate Staley as a coach. 
I also don't really like Zach Taylor as a coach for the Bengals, but they're at 10. Vikings at 11 at 3-1, and one, snuck a win over the Saints in London. Uh, Rams at 12, dropped them far. Their O-line is very worrisome right now. Yeah, their defense can get it done probably, but that O-line, and they have one weapon, and that's Cooper Rush. I mean, Cooper Rush scored damn near 30 fantasy points in our league, and they scored nine points. That's how good Cooper Rush is. All right? But the Rams were moved that O-line, man. That's something that people can say, oh, Stafford will get better. Their offense will click better. But you can't really fix the O-line. How can you fix the O-line besides if you make a a lot of trades? I worry. Jacksonville dropped down to 13. Played tight. They have 14-0 lead. Can't turn it over five times for Trevor Lawrence. Bad week for him. They still only lose by nine, though, on the road at Philly. I have them at 13. Sam Fran jumped them up to 14. Defense is unreal. Garoppolo, doing what Garoppolo needs to do. Uh, Cardinals in at 15. Good win at Carolina. Defense played well. Murray played well. And then I have the Titans jumping into 16 at 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Beat the Colts, so I got to jump them in over the Colts. All right? So we're going to go with our game predictions. I improved a bit. My brother is remains one game under 500. I'm 35-28-1. He is 31-32-1. Again, I do my picks first. Don't show him who mine are. And then he picks. Colts at Broncos. I feel like I'm picking this game wrong, taking the Colts. But goddamn, it's, it's, it's tough to pick these teams. It's tough to pick these teams. If John... Jonathan Taylor's not playing right now. My brother had the Colts too, but we might flip it because Taylor's not playing. So give me 17-20 Broncos. He will probably change as well. He has the Colts right now. Giants at Packers, which is in London. Give me Packers 24-20. He's got Packers 35-27. Chargers at Browns. I got Chargers in a close one 27-24. He's got Chargers 35-31, a close one as well. Steelers at Bills will pick it. Could be a disaster. Uh, Bills, by three touchdowns, we both have that. 38-17, 42-21. Texans at Jags. I got Jags 23-16. He's got Texans 24-22. Bears at Vikings. I got Vikings 27-16. He's got Vikings 33-24. Lions at Patriots. I got Lions 30-27. He's got Lions 32-20. Seahawks at Saints. He has an utter shootout. I have Saints 26-23. He has 44-38. Uh, the scores are just for just for like talking points, really. It doesn't matter. We just take the wins. Dolphins at Jets with Teddy Bridgewater. I'm still going Dolphins 24-23. He's going Dolphins 24-20. Falcons at Bucks. I'm going Buccaneers 31-20. He's going Buccaneers 37-17. Titans at Redskins. I got Titans 24-17. He's got Titans 23-20. Sunday late games. Cowboys at Rams. I have Cowboys 23-20. He has Cowboys 27-20. Eagles at Cardinals. This is his upset of the week. I have the Eagles 31-24. He has the Cardinals 37-32. 49ers at Panthers. Not really anything I like for upset of the week. We so we go four we go four uh four points or higher you can do upset of the week. Cowboys were four and a half dogs last night. I haven't checked it again. I didn't want to do Cowboys because I don't feel like that's an upset. I think the Cowboys either should be a pick them because it's on the road or should be slight favorites. Rams versus Cowboys odds. 12 hours ago. Well, yeah, 12 hours ago would be right. That'd be after the game. Correct? I believe it would be. 
the line. It still sits the Cowboys at plus four and a half. I don't understand that at all. I don't get how anyone watches that offensive line of the Rams and the way they move, don't just don't move the ball offensively really that well. Settle for field goals. One weapon. How that anybody thinks the Rams are going to beat the Cowboys, even if the Cowboys have Cooper Rush. I just don't see it. I see us sacking Stafford a lot, creating turnovers, and winning that game defensively. But I'm not going to pick it as upset of the week. I went Panthers over Niners. <laughs> I did go Panthers over. There's not really anything I like. The other ones, you could have had... You could have Bears over Vikings. No. Jets over Dolphins. I don't think you could have. Uh, you could have Falcons. Browns, maybe. I just don't like it. Giants over Packers might have been one, but not huge on it. So I'm going Panthers over Niners, 27-24 Panthers. He's got Niners, 46-17. Bengals at Ravens for Sunday Night Football. We both went Ravens by four. I have 31-27. He has 38-34. Monday Night Football, Raiders at Chiefs. Again, could have been an upset of the week. Not happening. Chiefs, 38-24 for me. He's got 45-30 Chiefs. So let's go take a look at... We'll take a look at both. We'll take a look at the. Uh, oh no! We'll take, yeah, we can take a look at the podcast league. Um, read off the standings. I snuck a win in. I snuck one in. I won by. Matchup. Week four. I won by point six, one fifty seven point four to one fifty six point six. He had was down four point eight or whatever it was. Four point six and the Rams defense scored four. The Rams defense scored four. That's rough. It's so rough. They were just bad. Let yards, a lot of yards happen on them. Didn't create any turnovers. One force fumble, but not a fumble recovery. Giants defense scored twenty one for me. Almost a blunder. Didn't play Cooper Rush over Mariota. That almost screwed me. Um, Mariota scored five. I believe Cooper Rush in with 20-some. Uh, Dubs catching a touchdown with Hughes. Zach Ertz with 19. Christian McCaffrey scoring 25. Really was a down week for both our teams. Javante Williams got hurt for him. Justin Jefferson did go off for him. I snuck by on the bench. Didn't make any critical mistakes, really. I mean, my team. I'm going to play Goblin, obviously, now. Darnell Mooney with 13. Going to play Big Bob Tunyon. In the flex, it is tight end premium, but got to win. So the league is kind of, it's top heavy and bottom heavy right now. So the league standings, as we go, four teams are three and one. So you got uh, my buddy Trey is at number one because of points four. Um, Josh in second for points four. He's in second at three and one. I'm in third at three and one. Miller is in fourth at three and one. My brother Lucius is five at one and three because his points four are very high. Um, Fletcher one and three, Craig one and three, Coley one and three. I played Coley this week. We can look at that matchup if we want to. So the quarterback matchup is going to be Allen versus Brady. I'm guessing I'll have to take Kamara out potentially. Kamara might play though. Kamara McCaffrey, Zeke Fournette. I have Diggs and Waddle. He has Gabe Davis and Samuel. I have Zach Ertz. He has Kittle. Right now I have Goblin. Higby and Bridgewater right now. I forgot, yeah, I'm playing Bridgewater. I picked him up. Playing him as my super flex this week. 
He has in his two fu- his three flex. He's got Mike Williams, Cream Hunt, Kyler Murray in his super flex. I got suck up. He's got Johan Koo. He's going Baltimore defense. I'm going Tampa defense. So yeah, good matchup. League's kind of you know I'm gonna have to see three and one start though. I'll take. Um, you can also take a look. We have another league. Another league. It's a dynasty league. I'm actually two and two, which I didn't think I would be. Play my brother this week, who's three and one. Uh, this is six teams make the playoffs. So the standings, I'm technically in third in my division. If we want to look at bracket, though, would I be in? I would be in. I would sneak in right now. Um, I hope this isn't going off, though. What I think it's going off of. It is not. It's going off of points four after. Okay. It is going off of points four after. So right now in my division, uh, this is... Uh, five teams in each division. My brother's number one at four and one. McGinnis is number two at two and two. Um, he's ahead of me because of points four. I'm at two and two um, at, and sitting in third. Trey is one and three sitting in fourth. And Tate is one and three sitting in fifth, which I have his first round draft pick next year. That's good. Uh, Fletch, three and one at the top of his division. Uh, just over Schmidt, who's three and one. He has Schmidt by 1.9 in the points four. Uh, Holmberg in third at two and two. Carter at fourth at two and two. Chase Chase Myers at fifth, two and two or one and three. So the playoffs, if it started today, Fletch and my brother would receive a bye. McGinnis would play Colby, and I would play Schmidt as of right now in the playoffs if they started today. So again, a uh, kind of a thing where I drafted pretty heavy for uh, um dynasty. You know, I have I still so my starting lineup right now for this week: uh, Josh Allen, Nick Chubb, J.K. Dobbins, Jefferson, Drake London, Hayden Hurst, Jeff Wilson, Garrett Wilson, Brett Maher, Green Bay defense. My bench, I have oh so like I have guys in my taxi, so kind of like a practice squad. I have Kevonte Turpin, James Cook, Isaiah Likely, Justin Fields. I have John Mechie in the pup. Um, my bench is Derek Carr, Chase Edmonds, D- Dave Montgomery. Uh, Gain. What's his first name? Goddamn, Kenneth Gainwell, um, is in my, is on my bench. Uh, Josh Reynolds, Noah Brown, Richie James, and Nicole Hardman. So sitting at two and two, I'm honestly pretty happy with that. Um, didn't know how well I do in this league because how I you know I drafted kind of dynasty friendly, traded away DJ Moore for a first round pick and Nicole Hardman. Uh, it's turned out decent for me. DJ Moore hasn't done much. Uh, that he's now one and three in the league. I have Nicole, who also hasn't done much, but I have the first round pick right now, so that's good. So that is the dynasty league. I said the podcast league, three and one for four people, one and three for the others. So we'll see how that league. Like I said, I want to keep updating that league because that is the podcast league. Uh, that's for this. You know, that's why I named it after this podcast. So very happy with that. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you Thursday for KB and the boys. Gotta start hitting some picks. I did bad last week, but uh, thank you guys for listening and see you Thursday. Peace.